Welcome to 30 Minutes to Wealth, the show that teaches you how to build wealth through real estate. Our company, ProFunds Mortgages, has assisted real estate investors in achieving wealth for over two decades. Over the next 30 minutes, we're going to share some of our key strategies in real estate with you. Right here on 30 Minutes to Wealth. Hi, I'm Carmen and this is Jordan. Welcome to 30 Minutes to Wealth. The show that teaches you how to build wealth through real estate. Today we have a retired financial planner joining us on the show to talk to us about how investing in real estate has changed his perspective on investing. We're thrilled to bring on Jim Steele. Jim, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, we're really excited um, to chat with you because you've got a really interesting story having a background in financial planning. And you're going to kind of share with us and the viewers today a little bit about your experience investing in real estate-based products versus public-based investment products. What so, you've been doing your entire life. Mm -hmm. So it's very interesting. So to start, um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your background? Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah, I started off in public accounting many years ago and uh, did that for a few years and then I went into corporate accounting and did that for quite a few years for a large corporation. And then I wanted to change, so I got my certified financial planning designation and then I took on clients and I did financial planning for them and helped them with their taxes and helped them to get from where they are now to where they wanted to go and I invested their money. Excellent. What kind of returns were you seeing mm -hmm. in those types of investments for so, people? So long-term, um, it averaged about 5 to 7% for my clients. Yeah, that's pretty on. good. Yeah, that is pretty good. Yeah. yeah, over the years it compounds. It makes quite a difference. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the, the problem is that the clients were happy when they had some years when it was double digits and some years when it was negative double digits. Right. Uh, right. So therein lies a problem. Over the years I've been in this business for 25 years and I've had a lot of financial planner, people that I know, either friends or associates, and there was always a great debate about uh, mortgage investment products versus the products that they were selling, and uh, we never could see eye to eye on that. So it's really interesting to have you here to actually discuss the investments that you've done and had, and now you've seen the light. <laughs> That's why I'm thrilled to have you here and share that with everybody. Yes. Yeah. How long were you in the financial planning industry? I did that for about 20 years. 20 years. And did you invest in those types of products yourself? I did. Everything that my clients did, I did first. Um, so I wasn't, I do this, you do that. It was, we did the same thing. And so it was the traditional kind of like stocks, bonds, mutual funds? Mutual funds mostly, and uh, with a balance of equities and bonds depending on the risk tolerance that clients had. So how did you get started in real estate investment related products? Like for example, mortgage lending. My daughter, uh, Cheryl, and her husband, Calvin, they asked me to go to a real estate investing seminar with them. And, Were you um, hesitant about doing that? Or? Well, I, I had no interest myself. They asked me because they wanted someone who knew how to crunch numbers and they wanted to make mm -hmm. sure they weren't getting into something that they shouldn't be in. So I went with them. What I realized is that, boy, there is some money to be made in passive investing in, in the real estate market. Mm -hmm. uh, mortgage lending and real estate investment trusts and, and land development, that kind of thing. And so I was curious and I started asking questions and started to get some information. Very interesting. So we're going to talk today about um, 
specifically mortgage lending, and I know you've done a variety of different investment products. Um, so how many have you, since started, since you started getting involved in real estate investing, first of all, how long has yeah, it been? Yeah, that's the question. And two, how many different investments have you been able to participate in? Believe it or not, we just started about 14 months ago. Wow. Uh, we have 21 uh, Ooh, investments wow. now. Congrats. That's and, amazing. Yeah, and 12 of them are lending, mortgage investments uh, with you folks. Mm-hmm. And um, so, and that is kind of our favorite, I guess, if you will, because um, we just like the whole process and we like the returns. Yeah. Well, we should just explain to our viewers what mortgage lending is. Yeah, for sure. And, and really what it is is you are lending your money to another borrower and your security is essentially uh, a registered mortgage on a property. And uh, so if anything, God forbid, were to happen, you can sell the asset because you're lending against a value at that point in time. And mortgage investments, they yield on a first mortgage basis anywhere from, let's say, 7 to 11% return on your money. And second mortgages are anywhere between, I'd say, 11 and 16% on your money. Mm-hmm. So there's great upside with mortgage lending, and it is secured on real estate, so it's very different. And people's perception of mortgage lending is very skewed because they think, oh, my gosh, it's risky. Why would anyone borrow money uh, and pay those ridiculous rates, but there are good borrowers, borrowers that have excellent credit, maybe they're a real estate investor, for example, I use private money all the time, Mm -hmm. and it has gotten me to the next level in my real estate career, and I've paid those high returns, but I knew that there was going to be this big upside if I borrowed this money this way, because institutionally, you can't get it, so that's essentially what a private mortgage is. And, and so you're in 12 right now, which is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your experience so far there with this? We're in 12. <laughs> we, yeah. We, we love it. Um, I mean, yeah. there's a reason that we love it. And it, one of them is that it's we are making 14% versus 5, 6, 7 mm-hmm. in the public market. What was your due diligence process like before you kind of jumped into your first investment, your mortgage investment? Did you do a lot of back-end research and due diligence having that background in financial yes. planning? Or how did, did you approach it a little bit differently than you think most others would? Or I asked a lot of questions. Um, I talked to people that have done it already, mm-hmm, first mm-hmm. of all. Uh, word of mouth and people with hands-on experience is good. I found that your name... Uh, came up in this this area, ProFunds, and mm-hmm. I researched you folks. My wife and I actually drove here to see where you are oh, and, really? and all that kind of stuff. Wow. And, um, and we looked at an investment that we thought we might like to do. We actually drove to where it was. And, Good um, for you. Wow, you do way more well. And, well, I'm a little yeah, bit of a conservative guy, but, yeah. but I, uh, I did a lot of investigation and research, and I liked what I saw. How did you find the process between the time that you found an investment to the closing? Is it something that you thought was a little bit more um, like detailed or complex than typically um, you know, the other products you've no, invested with? No, the opposite actually. Okay. Um, this is where I think uh, you folks make a big difference is um, first of all, any questions I had, I got a response very quickly. Um, and then as we got into the paperwork, and you do all the work. Of, we haven't paid you to come here, right? You have not. <laughs> I just wanted to I, say I, that. I'm, I'm just saying my, my experience here. Yeah, and why I love doing it. This. No, it's, it's and, great. Um, you linked us up with lawyers. This is all mm-hmm. legal and, and secured. And um, all the paperwork, 
all in order sent to us, it was easy. We did it from home. Well, that's fantastic. Now, I know you've done quite a few in just 14 months. Why so many investments in such a short period of time? It's fun. Good question. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, it's fun making a lot of money. 14% is, uh, which is what we are making right now, um, again, versus five or six or seven. Um, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, I like the fact that it, there's... You're secured against real yeah. property. Now, Jim, I know you've kind of put together a breakdown of a case study, and we'd love to share that with the viewers today to really see what that 5% versus 14% a year, what does that really mean? And we'd love if you could share with us some of the numbers that you put together of different case studies of people that would invest, say, when they're retiring, um, perhaps $500,000 worth of funds that maybe they've saved over their lifetime and invested it in these different um, avenues mm-hmm. and to kind of see where they would end up. Could you go through some of those numbers with us? Sure. Yeah, I, I am a number cruncher, so uh, I, I love doing that. And uh, it, it's just amazing. If, if you think of any investor who has saved money their whole life, let's say by age 60, they've saved half a million dollars, and they say, okay, I want to retire now, and I want to have $50,000 of income, and I want to index that to inflation, I'll add 2% to that number every year. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. next year, 51000 the year after, 52000 At 5%, if they were invested in public markets and you know, a, a mixture of equities and bonds, they would run out of money before they turn age 72. And right. is that with, that's taking out 50000 every year? That's taking out 50000 every year. Between 60 and 72, their $500,000 would be completely depleted. Diminished. If that same person invested in passive real estate mortgages mm-hmm. and got 14% like I am right now, their money not only does not deplete by age 90, that 50000 becomes over $90,000 of income. Even bigger than that is their 500000 has grown to $5.5 million. Wow. That, that's the difference between a 14 and a 5% rate. It's You need to understand what it means. Yeah, that's a bigger really, picture. Really yeah, we that's amazing. <laughs> well, we have to go to break. Okay. Um, but I can't wait to share more of this information. So don't go away. We'll be right back. If you'd like more information about investing in real estate or have any questions or comments, check us out online at profunds.ca. While you're there, be sure to view our other episodes filled with great real estate knowledge. Hi, I'm Jordan. This is Carmen. Welcome back to 30 Minutes to Wealth. We're here with our guest, Jim Steele, and we're just talking about real estate-based investment products versus your typical um, standard public investment products, Jim, that you've had a lot of experience with over your time being a financial planner. And I just kind of want to pick back up to the really awesome case study that we were looking at that compared... Um, you know, an investor that had $500,000 that invested in, you know, your standard investment products like your mutual, your mutual funds. funds that, you know, potentially on average is paying around 5% um, a year versus somebody that invested in a mortgage investment earning 14% a year. And based on the case study you were sharing with us, that investor would be able to um, end up in, in a span of 30 years with over 11 times what they would have started with. And I think it's, it's just a phenomenal case study to show that. It is. It is. And I'd mentioned that, uh, you know, the 14%, that's a 
contracted rate of return. Fixed return, mm-hmm. yeah. Fixed return. The 5%, it could be a bit more, it could be less. Mm. So, For, From your experience over the that term that you've been investing in the mutual fund and, and other things like that, is 5% a realistic average it or would, it would less? Be, it would be a realistic average for a balanced portfolio. Depending on a person's risk tolerance, it mm-hmm. could be less than that if they had less equities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you were gracious enough to provide us with an example of that type of an investment versus mortgage lending and what it looks like over a period of 30 years. And you've prepared something and you're willing to share that with our viewers. So if anybody would like to see a copy of this, you can go to 30minutestowealth.com and we would be happy to provide you with a copy of that. So thank you so much for doing that. That's it's amazing. Yeah. And now, Jim, we like to kind of go through um, what types of funds are eligible for these mortgage investments. So traditionally speaking, people can invest with cash funds, savings, um, RSPs, TFSAs, so all your registered funds. But as well, people are also utilizing equity in their properties yeah. to invest. And I know this is one of the strategies that you've employed. So can you talk to us a little bit about um, you know, how you got started with that and, and what your figures look like? Yeah. So so the, our first investments actually were in the equity in our home. Mm-hmm. We uh, borrowed $460,000 against the equity in our home. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll be honest with you, my wife Denise said, what? Um, <laughs> what are we doing? And um, I said, well, let's talk about this. Let's see what happens here. Investing in the mortgages, you're earning 14%. Mm-hmm. The loan that we're borrowing from against our house is at 4%. We're making a 10% net profit. The loan interest is also tax deductible. So that just makes it a little bit better yet. On 460,000, that's $46,000 of income a year that we wouldn't have if we didn't unlock the value of our home. And I know a lot of people that have done this in the past, you know, they talk about, oh, what are, you know, what are the risks? And, you know, I I can't even fathom taking out equity in my home, but, you know, people that have done it always say to me, well, think about the opportunity cost of not touching those funds. You know, it's it's been able to make you $46,000 and, you know, that's after paying your interest. Otherwise, it would just be sitting there idle, right? Yeah. So I think it really is um, an awesome strategy that people can utilize if they don't necessarily have the savings sitting aside to invest, but they do have the property with equity in it. It really does give you some leverage to make more money that you otherwise would not be able to do. Mm-hmm. Right, and, and when you are refinancing your house, you're not refinancing it to 100%. You know, it's conservative, 65% of yes. the value of your home, it's a line of credit, you can't get any more than that anyway. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then you take that, so it is still conservative, you're not going crazy, taking out everything that you have. Yeah. So, And what's nice about the line of credit is, say you're approved for mm-hmm. a certain percentage, you can start off in increments. You don't have to take the full amount. You can start off with 50000 mm-hmm. see how you feel, and you're only paying interest on the amount that you're actually withdrawing from that line of credit. You're not paying on the full balance. Right, which actually is how we did it. We mm-hmm. didn't start off with the full 460. We, we built up to that in right. a very short period of time, but mm-hmm. we did. So, Jim, we want to talk about uh, an actual case study of a real-life example that you've done. And one of the ones that we wanted to showcase is one that's been, um, you know, a very, very well-received project, and it's called Dover Coast. Talk to us a little bit about this one and, you know, why did you decide to invest in this project over, you know, potential others? We, uh, again, we look on your site. Uh, (laughs) First step is we see... What I like is that people come to you that want to borrow money and you pick the best of the best mm-hmm. before I even see them. I have the opportunity then to 
screen it as well. That's right, for sure. I like the Dover Coast. We drove out there. Um, we looked at what was going on. We liked the area. We liked the return. So the Dover Coast project is a really interesting concept. It's, an, it's a whole adult lifestyle community, which I know is something that's really coming into demand as a Huge. lot of the baby boomers are heading into retirement. So um, we were actually funding phase two of this project was for the development and construction of 107 mm -hmm. homes. So mm -hmm. you kind of came in yeah. only at a one-year term. Most of the project was you know, on its way already, so there was, there's already been a lot of equity buildup in that. Mm -hmm. And the return was really nice. It was a percent interest rate that you got and there was a seven percent um, deferred lender fee and that's just a like basically a bonus that gets paid to you at the end right. which so, is contractual which so is contractual it's not contingent on any successes it is in the contract regardless once they sell once they're paid out they have to pay you that whether they make their millions of dollars that they say they're going to make or not right so no that's, that's just what I love about this. It. it's a fixed return <laughs> when we launch some of these deals uh, we can actually have an interest reserve and you can opt to have your interest paid in advance mm -hmm. or monthly. Now, you being a numbers person, I'm sure you're not going to take the monthly payments. Well, <laughs> let me tell you how it works. Okay. Um, yes, I would take the uh, advanced upfront payment. Yes. My wife likes to see monthly payments in our bank account. I get see, it. There's two, so there's two different preferences <laughs> and I completely understand where you're coming from because we have some investors, they want that monthly because they yeah. want to see it deposit into their bank and account they feel good every about single it. month, that's, right? That's the lump sum or the upfront is you're getting all of your interest for the term of that mortgage, so in your case for that year, all up on day one. So you've got all of your interest, but you're not getting any other payments for the rest of the term. And, you, and your return is actually a little higher when you take it, it up is. front, right? It is. But again, some people, like Denise, um, my wife, she, she likes to see it. Should have brought Denise Monthly here today. payments. And uh, <laughs> so well, we're doing both. Awesome. So you guys do a mixture. Yes. Yeah. What's nice about the upfront, if you're not looking for cash flow, is that you have the capacity to take that pre-earned interest that you would have received and then reinvest it. Exactly. And now you're yeah. really able to compound. I mean, we should really uh, do some numbers on that one. Oh, yeah. Well, that I, would I, be cool. And I've done numbers, and yes, I know it. it you really can boost your income by taking that upfront payment. Jim, talk to us about what your why is. I mean, there's so many different um, approaches that people would take when they want to invest in different products. What led you to where you are today? And you know, what is the whole, what is your, your why to, to these investments? Our why is like our mission statement. Mm -hmm. And um, so we believe that God did not prosper us to raise our standard of living, but to raise our standard of giving. So we're in a fortunate position that we don't have to invest in real estate. We don't have to borrow against our house to have a good standard of living. Right. But by doing this, we boost our income, which allows us to give back. So we take some of our money and our earnings on this, and we do that. We take some, and we travel, business wow. class. Well, uh, yes. So, so that helps. <laughs> I love that. That's nice. <laughs> a bigger portion we are reinvesting in the business. So we have a real estate investment portfolio that we want to build, we want it to grow, and we want to grow our giving. We've talked to our kids and uh, said, this is our desire. When we're done, take this over. And we think by that time, it's gonna be a pretty big deal. Wow, you're mm -hmm. an inspiration. I, you know, that's exactly where I wanna be. I'm mm -hmm. still working 
in my career right now in building, and I'm so excited to be able to share as well and share my my rewards of my investments with the passions I have. And um, I think that's amazing what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. it really is. It's incredible. Yeah, I love that. It, it feels good. It does. Right? Now, Jim, do you have any last type, um, last tips or advice that you can recommend to others, especially being from that financial planner background um, to people that want to set up a nest egg for retirement for themselves and trying to evaluate what type of investment vehicles to Mm -hmm. participate in? Do some homework. Ask questions. Mm -hmm. Um, Talk to people that have done this. Find out what they think about it. Talk to you folks. Uh, (laughs) Go on your site. Um, There's a lot, a lot of information there. And... um, and crunch your own numbers. I, I would encourage people, if they can't do it, get someone who knows how to do it. Crunch some numbers for them. So do all that stuff, and then do one. My guess is that you're going to say, let's do another one. Oh, yeah. Once you get your feet uh, wet, that's it. There's no And soon you're back. into 20 plus. <laughs> well, we have plans to grow numbers, but dollars as well, right? Exactly. So, um, well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, your wealth of knowledge, and and I, we thought, wow, this is going to be great for our viewers. So, thank you very much. Yeah, we really appreciate having you on. Again, if you are interested in um, learning a little bit more about how to get started in mortgage investing, you can go to profunds.ca to see all of our other videos and as well the amazing um, case study that Jim has put together. You can go to 30minutes to wealth.com. That's it. Our time's up. Go create wealth.